I'm here to let y'all know NHL is back. Go make your picks, better picks, set your lineups up, excuse me, and uh, make some money. So get your paws in there. Better picks. Go do it. Um, I sniffed a bunch of peppermint before this, and it got caught in my nose. And, dude, for the last 10 minutes, it was not fun. It was very painful. So don't do like that. Like you just essential oil? Yeah. You just sniffed it. Yeah, but it got like caught in my... Is it something that's like made to sniff or just... No, it was just like a dropper, but I just like... Dropped a bunch of it? Yeah, and it got caught in my freaking nasal passages and it was burning for like... I was like, I, I don't think I can do the podcast, but I got it out. So... Dude, that reminds me of... When was it that we were doing those smelling salts? Oh, yeah. Dude. That <laughs> I was, was like, we never did. Was that it, at Maddie DeBone's wedding? Yeah, it was at the that wedding. That was the best. Yeah. That's a game changer, bro. It's a game changer if you're going out and, yeah. You got to do it. I, I I always saw people doing that at, like, house parties or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that sounds kind of dumb. Like, uh, I feel like I'm on 100 already. I don't need yeah. that. And then I did it, and I was like, woo. Yeah, that was crazy. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, those things are for real. Yeah, that's a that's a great um, kind of just little tool. Yeah, little biohack. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done it before? You're like a big lift or anything? I don't need that. I'm glad I didn't find that in high school because I would have abused. You were just it. on that C4, that straight dry shot. Yeah, dry powder, friggin'. That was plenty. Yeah. Have you used it? Smelling salt. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do it before Max's in high school. You know, my friends Ryan, running's like, <laughs> yeah, just got finally got 185 on bench, bench my body weight for one. Finally, let's go. Hell yeah. I also, I also deadlifted 315. Freaking strong as hell, man. Yeah, dude. When I was in eighth grade, that that's exactly what happened. I could see, I could see running just like about to max out on squat. He's about to max out on back squat. He goes freaking tightens his belt up. He's got a knee sleeves, neoprene, gives a slap on the back of the neck, <laughs> smells the salts, gets under the bar, squats, hits the bottom, struggles to get up, and then immediately just racks his two plates <laughs> and is good, good for the day. It's like, just, yeah, man. It's what I did today. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, Zach and I almost killed a man with. You know those things are made with ammonia? Yeah. So we were like using ammonia for cleaning for something. And it was so strong. The smell it was like in a bucket. And one of our dad's workers came in and we were like, Mark, smell this. It's so bad. <laughs> he put his full face in. <laughs> and sniffed hard. <laughs> Knock him out. Bro, he almost like he fell back like four feet. It almost fell back down this time. <laughs> If Zach was here, bro, he would be dying. He was like, like Mark's with us. He was like, oh. so bad. That stuff's gosh. no joke, dude. Yeah, it's not to be messed with. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you ever, yeah, dude, you got to be careful when you tell somebody to smell something because a lot of people are just like. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, aggressive. Yeah, there's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny as heck. For the card this weekend? Yeah, let's go. So let's just give it some some background here. So Paula Costa yep. gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Elbows all messed up. He had some kind of bacteria infection there. Right. Got pulled out of the fight via right. the doctors. Not him, apparently. Just recently, finding out today, it's Wednesday, that Usman stepping in against Chimaev. Mm-hmm. That's dope. What are your guys' take on that? Yeah, man. Um, I was a little disappointed. They didn't ask me. They didn't ask me to step in there. I was expecting at least an ask. Yeah, at least they're like they're cordial like cordial invite. I know, like like hey, you want to do this? Uh, but no, just nothing, nothing from the UFC. So Dang. is what it is. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm guessing that they didn't want me to roll over into Abu Dhabi on like ten days' notice and smash their boy in front of his home crowd or something. So yeah, well, they can't do any build up or anything. Like yeah. they they would lose too much money. Yeah, it's a it's a big. I mean, that's a that's a fight that it needs to have proper build up and mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I, I get that. It was just it was just interesting to me because I probably got today. I don't even know how many comments and DMs and this and that. Fight Hamza, fight Hamza, fight Hamza, and I'm like, well, it w- they didn't even ask. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it wasn't even an option really. But uh, yeah, it's all good. Like like I said, I think that there's probably a lot that went into that decision. So. 
Um, we'll do it another time. Yeah. That's a dope fight, though. It's a good fight. It's at 85? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Might be more. Who knows what Hamzat's going to weigh in that. That's a good point. Yeah. We'll see. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah, it'll be, I think it'll be competitive. I think it'll be very competitive based on his last fight with Burns. I do think he overlooked Burns, but... Yeah. I mean, also, Usman is... He's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know who... A little older. How it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely... Watch it back on the replay a few days after it happens. Ballsy. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I'll watch some highlights. Actually, you know what? It's going to be... Um, oh, early? Early. Sweet. So maybe I will catch it if I'm not doing anything. Is that um, the night before my fight? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, kind of ballsy on Usman. It's not really... Like, besides taking his name, there's not maybe too much of an upside for going to 85. and Not too much of an upside, but I think that for Usman... I mean, he's already been the champ, defended his belt, mm-hmm. and then just lost back to back. So true. He's not really in a great position. Yeah, he's not gonna, a position where he's like, yeah, it's gonna be one or two like low name guys before he gets back to the title. So yeah, yeah, sense. he's not in the position to to be able to to do that. But yeah, it should be a good fight. Well, Dana was saying that the winner of that fight's gonna be the number one contender for at eighty five. Yeah, at middleweight. Usman is gonna be. He's not staying at middleweight. Yeah. I'll bet any amount of money he doesn't stay at middleweight. I'm sure if he has a shot at the title, I mean, he's going to take it. I guess. I just... I mean, again, if it's Strickland. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. I guess. I don't know. That How about freaking... That would be crazy. I didn't ever... He's never been a guy that's been on my radar at all. Yeah. You're like, I have to reframe my mind on him. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> yeah. like... I was like, that's all cool. He's yeah. cool, dude. He's still cool. I'm sure we'll probably... Rock's cool. I like ballers. I like ballers. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think that he'll stay 85. I mean, if he gets a title shot, maybe, but I just couldn't imagine that. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. See how it plays Chilling. out. Other one. That's crazy. Oliveira Volk pulled out. Volk stepping in. He might, I, I guarantee, He's just been training. He's ready to go, I'm sure. He's not a – I don't think he's, like, coming off the couch type of guy. I don't think so either, but, I, I like, I, really I want to see it. that fight. Like, I just I just rewatched the first one, and it, it was good. Really good. I, I really want to see that fight like built up and yeah. proper training. Like it's dope that Volk stepped in, but it's Islam. Like that's a really hard wrestling conditioning focused matchup for him. Like, I think that yeah, there's a couple problems with it. One, the first fight was too good of a fight to have it now be on short notice. Yeah. And, and if he loses, they're not gonna fight again. No, and I think that this is the problem. If he if he does lose Islam is going to say, I'm 2-0. Why would I fight yeah, you again? Yeah. And then everybody else is going to say, well, it was on 10 days notice and this and that. And obviously, Volk's going in expecting mm-hmm. to win. And again, like I said, I'm sure he's been training. I'm sure he's yeah. prepped. He's ready. He's probably been thinking about this fight. But he also has a fight booked with Ilya for UFC 297, mm-hmm. which is weird. So what happens like with that? It just, I don't know. Yeah, it's... We'll see. It's a little bit weird. It is it is what it is. But hey, they're freaking fighting. I'm sure he's getting... A, Cash, cash. Yeah, it's going to be dope either way. It's just make a like, lot of money. Abu Dhabi. They pay yeah. them, boys. I think Volk's going to win that fight. Do you? I think Islam's been preparing for a jiu-jitsu, or uh, whatchamacallit, Oliveira for so long that, like, that's a whole different, that's a whole different fight. It doesn't really matter, though, man. Like, I think that people get a little caught up in the, oh, he was preparing for this or preparing for that thing. It's like, at a certain level, you're just getting better at fighting. Yeah, especially and, for a wrestling dominant guy. Yeah, it's not. Everybody makes a, a matchup is very important, but if you, it, it's more so important. Let's say you have no wrestling, you're going and you're expecting to fight a striker, then you mm. end up fighting a wrestler. Yeah. All right, you're probably you're kind of screwed. But you probably weren't going to make up yeah. for all that wrestling in eight weeks, anyways. So you're kind of screwed regardless. Mm-hmm. But when you're a wrestling dominant guy. You can pretty much fight anybody and be ready to go. Yeah, a, a better wrestler makes it a little harder matchup. So I would say that this matchup might be a little harder because Volk's wrestling is better than Charles, but Charles has that jujitsu X factor, which mm-hmm. makes it interesting anyway. So I'm sure Islam is working a ton on his grappling. His grappling. So I think that it's good for Islam. It's a great. Mm-hmm. It's a great situation for Islam. Not as great for Volk. But again, he's probably been training. He's probably been working working on Islam game plan because he knew they were going to fight again. So he also came in 
like pretty solid weight wise for the last fight. Volk. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how his body like has been holding up for the transition because he had, he fought Yair in between. He fought so Yair. He's probably a little smaller. In July on my card. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But that's been a little bit. July, August, September. So three months. Yeah. I just don't know. One. Some people's bodies like some people do better if they're plus it's only ten pounds. Some people do better if they're like closer to their natural weight or what they're naturally used to doing. And some people do better if they're fighting someone bigger and they're a little bigger. So right. I don't know. He's got a good team. So at least he'll be like, he's not going to be not prepared for generally. Sure. Another big fight this weekend. Probably the two biggest this month besides those. Logan Paul against Dylan Dennis. Oh, that's this weekend. This weekend. Well, is that still on? Yeah, he's fighting Dylan. Really? He needs to. How else is he going to pay the lawsuit? Who? Dylan Dennis. What lawsuit? So, oh, the lawsuit with yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah. That's weird. That's Crazy. Saturday. You can't be fighting somebody and then sue them. You can't do that. Yeah. I disagree with that. I don't agree with Dylan Dennis doing his thing either, but you can't sue somebody. You're about, you're about to fight him. What's the point? Just whip his ass. Yeah. I don't know. That's fair. Either settle it in the, in the, in the law room or settle it in the cage. Agreed. They're... They're inf- it's it's an influencer fight. They're both obviously good at, and athletic, and I don't know, man. I just it's not like a real pro fight yeah, to me. Doesn't really get especially me going. no. Neither of them are focused fully on boxing. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're like I'm a like Jake. I'm a he's like I'm a pro boxer. I'm all in. I I've seen him train. I know what he's doing. These guys, I don't think either of them are really a hundred percent all in on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're just doing it to do it. Well, it's also an exhibition. This doesn't oh, go on the record. Okay, so well, that makes more sense yeah. then. Yeah, exhibition. So I think it's more entertaining. It's entertaining. Anything else. You know who I want to see fight? Freaking Derek, dude. Derek hasn't fought in, what, two weeks? <laughs> Let's get him back in there. <laughs> Let's get Derek from Better Media back in the ring. Yeah, I would love that. He has a fight booked. Against Steiny? No one really knows who it's against. Dude, his. do you see his hype videos? Yeah. <laughs> his hype videos are so good. They're so good. They are pretty good. They're really dude, good. He has been betters like dark horse yeah. this entire time. Dude, I don't know. I think he's the face. <laughs> he's kind of built up to that. Derek is the face of better. <laughs> that is who I think. I don't think of Jake. I think of Derek. It's it's Derek. It's 100% it's Derek. Derek. It goes. The, the one clip Derek, was really. <laughs> Jake, me and Ian. Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> the one clip he was, uh, him and. Uh, Kyle were talking trash like after the Derek fight, after the Steiny fight. And uh then Kyle was like, How much is your salary, bro? And he's like, more than well, not not more than you make, but <laughs> more than no, not more than you make. That's so funny that he thought he realized in the middle of it. He's like, Well, yeah, actually. <laughs> I didn't see that. How about the fact that the UFC it's not going to be working with USADA anymore starting January one. Who's coming in? I don't I don't think anybody. What? Yeah. I just read it all today. Dude, and the and the CEO of USADA sent a big statement out and it was basically saying that um we've had a great relationship with the UFC the last eight years. We're really proud of the work we've done, cleaning up the sport. And then they talked a ton about McGregor and the issues with McGregor and how he how they weren't they didn't care about um, how it was going down with him that they were going to make him do his two tests make him do at least six months and and more if they chose if they mm-hmm. felt like it was fair they they felt like they if they said if we want to hold him out for longer than six months we're going to do that and then the UFC was basically like all right well we're done starting January one. December 31st, our contract's over. I know how I feel about that. Yeah, dude. So I don't know if they're going to try to use... A, there's no... Wh- who else is going to do it? There's nothing. There's the athletic commissions, but that's a joke. They can only text you an hour before the fight. They're not coming to your house and doing stuff like that. Jeez. That's so, not good. Not good at all. So I think there's a couple things that could happen. Either they're just done and it's going to be basically the most minimal, minimal, minimal testing mm-hmm. possible, or they're going to be done for however long McGregor's going to fight early 2024 and then they'll resign with USADA. He like I think that they're like literally, literally have a gap for McGregor. I think they might. It's possible. Yeah, that's stupid. I I wouldn't 
be upset if they split up because it's just going to go back to what it was and just everybody's going to be TRT'd out. Yeah. Everybody's going to be freaking roided out. Yeah, that's you don't want Vitor Belfort freaking coming back with TRT six traps and yeah. Alistair Overeem and all these dudes. That's the uh, the t- first two comments that I saw were Uberim is back, TRT Vitor is back. <laughs> yeah. Brock Lesnar signs with the UFC. Yeah, right? No, that, that's... Yeah, no, that's whack. I, I hope so they figure that out. We'll see, man. But, yeah, looking like I might be fighting up a bunch more roided out yeah. dudes. <laughs> All right, whatever. Jeez. Yeah, so that was that was super interesting. I don't know. I, I, I Like I said, I just saw it earlier today, so I haven't got to see much other than it's for sure... They're confirmed done. Confirmed done on January Can you check 1. that up, Jamie? I mean, uh, Ronan? Yeah. 100% confirmed January 1. Jeez. The CEO of USADA put out the statement. Wow. Yeah, Ariel reported on it as well. And everybody was like, this is bad for the sport, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, for the viewers, it's like whatever. Yeah, everybody, like a lot of people that kind of understand MMA were like, this is terrible for MMA, but I'm down to see some some of this. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it human cockfighting. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Did I just say cock on a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should just have a different division steroid division yeah yeah i would watch it i would 100 yeah. that'd be exciting I, yeah they should do that for every sport oh they mean? should for sure oh my well gosh. this is the problem every other sport aside from olympic sports they're already it's already mixed in those dudes are already on the ro- on mm-hmm. roids for sure dude this is what i wanted to talk about do you see some of the sports the olympics are going to have in 2028 no. i heard this on the freaking radio bro <sighs> what is flag it? football I'm doing it. Flag football. Flag football. The other ones I don't have a shot in. In the Olympics. In the Olympics. Pickleball should be in there, too. Pickleball they, should be in they there. Didn't Pickleball ask, makes more sense to me. What are, what are the other sports? It's like flag football. Lacrosse. Yeah. Lacrosse is in there. Um, Just more sports for America to dominate in, or what? Pretty much. Yeah. There was a couple other ones. That's weird. Nothing too interesting. But flag football? Flag football. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm joining the team with Tyree Kill. You and Tyreek? You going to be throwing dimes to Tyreek? Yeah, we're boys. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be all like running backs. Just everybody's... Uh, it, ima- dude, imagine the, Olymp- imagine the Olympics and how many... What is it? Seven on seven? Yeah. Imagine seven random dudes from India that have never played <laughs> football coming out and playing against Josh Allen, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and like freaking Christian McCaffrey. And they're like... We're not even going to play. A, we, we only need six. We don't even need. You guys can double double cover whoever you. Double cover uh, Jefferson. <laughs> I finally finished the redeem team. Dude. Great. great so good. Great for right, Doc. Dude. The end was. Uh, with the Kobe at the end was, was, was tough. Rough, right? Yeah. It's sad. Really sad. Really sad. And then I just watched the Arnold documentary. I've been on a roll. Leading oh, to the, this fight. the episode one? Yeah. Did you watch all of it? I'm like almost done with the third one, the the governor one. It's a freaking crazy, awesome story, bro. Like, just whatever he wanted next, work up to it, get it next. It gets work a lot worse. It, get it. Huh? I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but how? I have like 30 minutes left. It gets a lot worse. <laughs> There's no way. I guarantee you, it does. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you'll figure it out. What? I'm not gonna say it if you don't know. I mean, it's the, I, I'm I'm sure I heard of it. It's not a movie. It's happened already. You don't, I didn't hear of this. I hadn't heard of this. What? Oh, you probably had heard of this, actually. He, like, had a son that he hid from his family. Oh. What? You didn't hear about this? No. All right, well, I just ruined it. No, no, it's okay. You act like you knew. No, but it's okay. Dude, he literally literally had a son, had a kid with a maid, and, like, hid it from his entire family. Oh, I heard heard the story with the maid, yeah. Yeah, and, like, ruined everyone's, his relationship with his wife and kids and everybody (laughs) Yeah, that was, alone I now. didn't know. I didn't even know he was married to a Kennedy. That that's that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. that's dope. But and she was she was dope. But turns out, like, as soon as that happened, she found out they like split. And Dang. Spoiler alert! You told uh, me you do. <laughs> <laughs> you fraud! Oh man! Um. You guys, you guys can get in on it on it too. Well, last week I, I, you know, I said that Tony said words funny. It didn't really hit off with the viewers. Oh, something I did want to bring up podcast views are up as soon as I hopped on. Just want to say, um, you second, know why? so you there know why a, the podcast views are up. 
Hmm. Because now we have somebody to make fun of. <laughs> it was too. It was too lovey dovey without you. So, speaking of making plus fun the of. new studio, there's a couple of factors, but yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Um, speaking of, that's good that podcast views are up. Yeah. Uh, Eleven thousand percent. Yeah. That's good. That's how it went. So um, you wrote stuff down. I wrote stuff down because um, I wanted to start this new segment because I felt bad that I was just making fun of Tony and not making fun of Bo. So oh, uh, let's I, do this. Proceed. I, I, <laughs> roast I, me. Oh. Be careful. <laughs> Which one? You want hey, me to go? Be careful. First? Be careful because the uh, amount of time that it takes that uh, to fill that invoice, <laughs> it, can, it can change drastically. It can change. We have change. to change that process, by the way, because it takes way too long. What? No, I'm talking about him specifically. Okay. But oh. with me and you, <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll. Yeah, we can change it. I need to be included on that. <laughs> um, it's that's one. That's just on me. Yeah, because you're never gonna remember. So. No, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just do it a month. It's a, it's one month late. I know, but it's like that. It's two months late. That it's when has it been? Two. The last one. It's like six weeks. <laughs> it's not late. It's like two. It's like so. September. So September. Once September finishes, then you get paid. Yes. And it's October twelfth. I haven't got paid for September. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for this? Yeah. Bo, I'm doing you first. <clears throat> That's what she said. <laughs> Bo, you're a ginger. Boom, roasted. <laughs> okay. Um, you wrote this down. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I it looked like fourth grade handwriting, too. <laughs> Did you write it in crayon? <laughs> no, I wrote it in pen. Oh, yeah, sure. <clears throat> Bo, I don't know who's flatter, your chest or a Victoria's Secret model's. <laughs> all right that, that's all i have Keep, for you. that's really <laughs> embarrassing for you Keep going. uh tony oh I, I wanted to go easy on hey you. how about how about this i'm gonna go one back off the top of the dome real quick for you <laughs> oh, okay if i was a lesbian i would want to date you <laughs> If I was a if I was a female That's and I was attracted to other females, dumb. you would be my first choice. It's and a, a partner. It's <laughs> a good one. And a lifelong partner. It's a good one. That's a good one. Because one, you're fine as hell. <laughs> Coming from a lesbian. <laughs> Two, I just think you'd be nice. You'd just be nice to have around. You'd probably just like do whatever I asked and <laughs> Pretty much already do that. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right Tony. I want to. I want to go easy on you, Tony. I don't know who uses more hair gel, you or the continent of Europe. Boom, <laughs> roasted. Gosh, continent. and that's all I had. Yeah. Damn it, Ronan. Those are pretty good, dude. Those were terrible. Mine was more of a compliment, so I'm yeah. happy with it. Oh, no problem. Man. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to sting at least a little bit. I won't hurt you. All right, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take the next week until we do our final podcast for tony's fight and that's the only task you have just think, think of something of the, just think of an insult one insult for each of us that's actually going to make sense and hurt our feelings i don't want to hurt your feelings that's messed up that's the point of an insult <laughs> <laughs> okay okay one of these segments will land buddy don't yeah don't worry. gosh dude what are you bad. talking about that was great no did i not tell you the views are up yeah. Move on. Um, I had a great question, actually, okay. for both of you Go. that I wanted to talk about before we get in a... I, w I want to know if I should save this for last. No, just go. Okay. It's kind of broad. It's kind of like we did before. What makes you guys happy? It's a good question. Very general. You know what makes me happy? I'll start. We can probably talk about this for a good hour if we wanted to because life's good. But I would say... The first thing that comes to mind when I think of what makes me happy is just finishing a beautiful meal. Let's call it uh, mm. let's call it prime rib, medium rare, with some garlic mashed potatoes. Start off with like a Caesar salad, maybe like mm. some stuffed mushroom, something like that, and then finish with a nice dessert, like some type of key lime pie or cheesecake, and just a beautiful beautiful coffee mm. that that makes me happy 
Doesn't get much better than that. It's a great doesn't, answer. Doesn't get much better than that. It's a really good answer. Tony? Besides that... <laughs> um, I think I was talking to someone about this the other day Happiness is not really A main goal of mine Interesting Yeah I'm after peace So The things that bring me peace Are Discipline Faith Relationships Self-improvement Those kind of things I think, cha- like, you can choose happiness. Like, the only time I think about happiness is, like, I'm choosing to be happy in the moment. But, like, what I do on a daily basis is not, like, oh, I want to be happy, so I'm going to do this. It's, like, what, what's, what am I going to do today that's going to bring me peace, knowing that I'm being authentically myself and doing the best that I can. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Can yeah. I... Can I maybe rephrase? Because I've been thinking about this a lot actually as well. Proceed. So I think instead of happiness, what the word that you're looking for, because a lot of the things that you're saying will make you happy. Mm-hmm. Being disciplined, grinding, working hard, having solid relationships, having solid foundation of faith. Those things are all going to, they're all part of having a, a happy life and day to day being happy. What I think that, is more important to not be caught up in is, is being entertained. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like, I feel as if society today is built around consuming our attention through entertainment where every, every show, every, every podcast, every, you know, whatever it is, uh, it's, it's all about how to grab your attention and entertain you for X amount of time the longer amount of time it can do that, you know, the more valuable it is because it's it's just it's keeping that that focus on whatever it is that is going on, right? And so I feel like if you're searching out ways to be entertained throughout the day, you're kind of missing the point. Mm-hmm. You're you're missing that real life experience of consciousness and going out and and having to be present and make decisions and then live the consequences of whatever those decisions are, positive or negative. If all I'm focused on day to day is how can I fill up my time with some type of entertainment today? It could be through TV. It could be through um, uh, uh, going to a show. It could be whatever. You know, It could be a video game. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's all, all different types of ways to, to go about it. But I feel like that's kind of a a big distraction. Yeah. You know, the idea of feeling like you have to, you have to be entertained. Yeah, for sure. The word that I think as the opposite of peace for me is pleasure. Mm. So like I've been in, in parts of my life where like pleasure is a goal, whether it's like going out or having fun or doing this, like things that jack up those neurochemicals in your brain, right? Like that entertain you. Um, but, what I mean by peace is kind of the opposite of that, like seeking after things that are long-term that make you truly feel good. And in turn, like you said, yeah, you, you do get, you, you are happy, but it's not like a lot of times in the, in the moments of pursuing those things, you're not happy. You're not like, you're not like pumped to be disciplined and do certain like tasks throughout the day. But the peace that I get from it, in turn gives me a much happier life. Mm. That's that's how I feel. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think that 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 idea, like exactly what you said, I think entertainment and pleasure really go hand in hand. And when that becomes your main motivation is to be entertained or to feel pleasure, then it's so easy to just break down and go against what you really want. Mm-hmm. And uh I ultimately just you just lose that presence and that consciousness mm-hmm. and you lose that I won't even say control but you lose that autonomy over your life you know because I, I don't believe that we're 100% in control of everything that that happens we're definitely not in control of everything that happens to us and in, in that way you know we're not in control of everything that happens in life but we can be present and we can be give give 100% effort towards whatever that is and if we're 
focused on the entertainment or the pleasure, then discipline and consistency really just goes out the window. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. I think that like one way that I would be, I've always thought about it is like, I think everyone just like has bad days in general, like in I'm stealing this from Gary V, but kind of like being microly frustrated, but macroly grateful. So like when you were talking about like having overall peace, like striving towards that, like I feel like that's, that's unattainable, but like you can make strides to that to somewhat get in there. And you know, you're obviously never going to be completely at peace of mind. Like, yeah, there's too many things like we're human beings. Right. Yeah. No, I like that. What you're saying, like the micro feelings, but you can have like a general view and feeling of peace. So like things happen throughout my day, but I know I, I have like a kind of in, quote, like in this world, but not of it. So I'm like kind of looking from like a bird's eye view or trying to when little things happen. And I'm like keeping my, my, my focus on God and like the greater picture. So obviously, like you're saying, there's gonna be moments where I'm completely engrossed in those little things. And if it feels like, like, bigger than it is but i think you, we can all get to a point where we have like a general view of peace and of the bigger picture and focusing on what truly matters so that when these things do come up it's like okay yeah i'm struggling in this moment but i'm still at peace overall for sure i think where you can improve it's not you're not able to improve on your situation or i guess on your inputs on like a lot of what comes into you because that's out of our control but i think you can improve on how easily distracted you are from those things, from peace and, and focus, and also how quickly you're able to get back to yeah. where you want to be mentally, right? Like It's not that we're never going to have a situation where we're, we're, we're never going to have a complete life where we don't have any of these negative things coming in, but we are able to, I think, get better at how easily those pull you away and how quickly once you do get if you do get pulled away you're able to refocus yeah that's a good way of putting it do you guys feel like you have an easier time like refocusing when those things happen since of like like you guys are older than me so like i think that age helps a lot with that and just you know the more you experience the better you're going to react to things in general most of the time so do you think it's like when something you know frustrates you or anything do you think that you find it I don't want to say like easy, but I'm trying to think of like the right word to phrase that as like, it's easier to come back into yourself. I see what you're saying. Like perspective. How, yeah, how, how do those things affect you? Right. Like I feel like there's a lot of things um, as you go through life that when you're young or inexperienced in life that maybe they have a, a much grander effect on your men your mentality or your energy or just overall how you, how you feel about yourself or how you feel towards others and i think that you people can develop coping mechanisms that are that are positive or negative right like i don't think that i think you can get better at that if you're intentionally trying to if you're so so i, I think about anxiety a lot and i think everybody experiences some level of anxiety and I think, honestly, a lot of people experience a very similar amount of anxiety. But the reason that some people have to go to, you know, a clinical psychologist or have to turn to some type of antidepressant or different things like that is it's it's not 100%, but somewhat based on your coping mechanisms that you've been able to develop. And not everybody was given the same um, education, yeah, education experience same ability to develop those, you know, so I feel like, but, but what it is, what, what is true in my mind is if you develop healthy, positive coping mechanisms for whatever that anxiety is, and the only way you can do that is through time and experience and intentionality, then you'll be able to better deal with these types of situations, right? You know, some people have nothing, no coping mechanism, or some people have a negative coping mechanism where they turn to drugs or alcohol or, you know, whatever it is, and, and that spirals downwards. But if you have a positive coping mechanism, for example, um, something, your car gets a flat tire and you're, you're stuck in the middle of the road and, you know, 
your your coping mechanism for that stressful situation can be, well, it would have been easy for this to happen in a different situation. I'm on the highway. I spun off the highway and something worse happened. So I always have something to be grateful for or just feeling like, you know, the situation sucks, but it's not the end of the world. I'm just going to do what I need to do, get it taken care of, fixed and move on. Just, you know, versus sitting on the curb and crying, right? Like just a little example, but I feel like, uh, how you develop those coping mechanisms towards stress and anxiety is kind of what you're referring to. Like if, whether or not it's easier or harder to deal with those types of situations. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it, it, over time you're going to experience more setbacks and trials and tribulations. But like Bo's saying, doesn't necessarily make us like more experienced or better to help you unless we're developing those coping mechanisms and like, and taking the reason why those things happen to us, there's a lesson in each of them. So if we took those lessons from it, then we have something to give. Um, so that's how I feel like just from up the ups and downs of my life so far, I've taken intentionally taken multiple lessons from each of them because if they, they really like brought me to a low place, I was just cognizant of the fact that I want something good to come out of it. So what's the lesson out of this injury or like this setback or this fit this like where I messed up here. And also through all of that, you kind of get, at least for me, like you get worn down a little bit of like getting your hopes up and then getting knocked down and then like feeling like you're on top of the world. And then like you're, you're back down low. So it's like, I feel like God uses those things to open our hearts up back to him and to the, the knowledge of like how we're supposed to grow as humans. So hopefully as those kind of things continue to happen, like they're less traumatic because you've been there before and you know that a lesson's coming out of it and that it's all ultimately leading to your ultimate good. So that's yeah. like the kind of place where I'm trying to be at is not letting either, either really good or really bad take me from that like middle ground. And that's what, I, that's what I mean by yeah, peace. Definitely. Yeah. yeah I, I totally feel that staying in the middle. It's easy to get too high and too low when that's just kind of like, you mentioned this earlier, but we're living in the world, but not of the mm -hmm. world. Right. And, and that's, I think where, where faith comes into play is if you, if you stay grounded and you keep your foundation in something consistent, then, you know, you could win the lottery or achieve a goal and you feel good, but you don't get this euphoria that's unrealistic. Mm -hmm. That's unsustainable. And the same thing, if something bad happens, you don't, you know, go down to the deepest, darkest depths. You can kind of just be steady and, uh, you know, not worry, not, not worry so much about having to come back from either one of those mm -hmm. places. Cause you're, you're just right there. You're consistent. Yeah. So do you think that you kind of like, obviously everyone has like expectations and goals for themselves, but I'm trying to think of how to phrase this correctly. Do you try and not set as, I don't want to say like high expectations for yourself, but like, I know what you're saying. Like how, to, I don't know how to phrase that. I think it's a balance of like setting, setting high goals and doing everything in your power to get there along the way as stuff comes up, you just try to go with the flow a little more. That's what I'm trying to do. Like trusting God al along the process. Like if it doesn't go, the process doesn't go exactly how I planned, but I'm still reaching towards that ultimate goal. Like not getting so hung up on it didn't go exactly the plan. Yeah. That's like, yeah, I think that for me, when I think about goals and achieving things and I'm going to set my goals to the absolute highest I possibly can. And at the end of the day, whether I achieve those or not, I know my value is the same. And so when you go into that and you, f you get that kind of laid out as your groundwork, you know, adversity is coming. It's not something that's like, Oh, what? That's a bump in the road. That's crazy. That, that happened. I didn't expect that. It's like, I already know that adversity is coming my way and things aren't going to go as I planned regardless. So, I'm not so stuck and caught up in that. And at the same time, um, you, I, I just feel like instead of worrying about a, achieving certain things or achieving goals, it's, it's, I focus on, I'm doing what I'm doing because I love it because I enjoy it. It's not 
because I want something out of it. I do want something out of it, but I'm not, that's not why I'm doing it. That's like, that's not my why. My why is because I love it. I enjoy it. And if I hit a roadblock or something that happens, you know, something that, that doesn't go my way, it doesn't really phase me. I was thinking about that the other day. So many people get caught up in undefeated record, you know, retire undefeated, be the champion, do all this and that. And I feel like I've kind of gone onto that track where it, it is important to me to be undefeated and not lose a fight, but I'm not doing what I'm doing to be undefeated. I'm doing what I'm doing to be world champion and the pound for pound number one fighter in the world. So I'm just going to keep going until I get that. And I don't, I believe that there's nothing that's going to stop me. Does that mean that I won't hit a, hit a roadblock or lose or this or that or whatever? Then I don't know, but I'm going to do, I'm not going to quit until I get it done. And I think that's more the mindset of, I know I'm going to have something come up that's not going to be ideal but it doesn't mean I'm going to stop and mm-hmm. quit and be done because again, back to my why and who you're becoming along the way. Like that's, that's become a big why for me. Like, mm. like, yeah, we have big goals, but now I'm starting to realize like the person that these big goals are forcing me to become through like the natural, se- like trials and tribulations that come along with it and successes like that's becoming more valuable to me is just becoming the a better version of myself through that process. So either, either way it's a win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's something to be said when you can have these big, huge goals, but also not feel, not even feel and, and just, and know that that's not your identity mm-hmm. and that's not, that's not it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's freeing. It is. It, it makes it so much more fun. Yeah. It makes everything that uh, that we do so much more fun and enjoyable. Yeah, because it's such a conscious choice. Like, imagine if. So let's say we we have goals. You know, UFC champion, world champion, this and that. Imagine if you just got that and that was it. Yeah. Then it's done. Most people, that's how it is, and then yeah. it's the next thing, next, next thing. Well, then, then you, you have, have everything, re- and it's like, right. I was just listening to uh, Eckhart Tolle. And uh, he's got some great stuff. I don't know him. Uh, he wrote the Power of Now. I don't know that one. It, you got you got to check, check out. Yeah, it's like big on pre- like being present and um, aware aware of the of your consciousness and like the universal shared consciousness and all that stuff. But he was saying the reason why people so the next thing is always what gets them. Um, if they don't have faith or anything deeper that that that's like like we're talking about that's um, motivating them, the next thing is what is that. Right, so it becomes the, God to them. Yeah, so the next, the next thing, so that, that's why you see when like someone is at the top of the world that pretty much has everything, and there's no next thing. That's when it all comes uh, comes crashing down because there's no there's no next God to them. It's like, oh, because that that was always the excuse. It's like oh, I'm not happy yet. I'm not happy yet. I'm I'll happy be yet. happy when I get this. Yeah. So when there's no excuse anymore, that's when it comes crashing down. Hmm. So it's like. Um, if you can start out without that mentality, knowing that nothing will ever give you that ultimate peace, I feel like it frees you up to achieve those things and keep the right perspective. Yeah, it does. It's like, uh, that reminds me of that Bible verse where it talks about like ashes to ashes. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, yeah. if you, if you don't have that pers- if you, if you have a perspective of once I get this, then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. That's never going to come Yeah, because then you're going to get that. You're going to feel it for a second, be disappointed, and then have to restart. Mm-hmm. But if you know, hey, man, like where I'm at now is that's where I'm going to be. If you're not happy with what you got now, you're never going to be happy with 100 times that, mm-hmm. you know, except for on better picks <laughs> where you can 100 times your money. All right. Then you'll be happy. It'll be a little more happy. <laughs> <laughs> Another hypothetical question. This time, the goat fight. Or M- or random fight, I should say. We got some M- uh, we got some basketball players. I know you guys don't watch basketball, but here we go. On the screen, here we go. We got the tail of the tape. Victor Wimbayama against Russell Westbrook. This is cool. You made this, Ronan? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, He's only six three. I don't know Victor Wembayama. 
So he, he he's 19. He's like the greatest. He's well, the Russell greatest Westbrook prospect. would probably whip his ass then. That's crazy. He's our height, bro. We chose 200 pounds. Wrong. That's literally tiny. <laughs> um, Jeez, what a small Look little. at freaking Westbrook's face, dude He's definitely winning that fight Yeah, I don't even know who this dude on the right Bro, is Bro, what? He's 7'4 Remember that clip? That, that uh, Yeah, gift. <laughs> he's like <laughs> Bro, what? Bro, what? Nah, he's, the dude on the left is going to kill the guy on the right He's 19 years old Seven four, two hundred ten pounds. He's got an eighty must be eight so foot wingspan. Literally does not mean anything. You think Russell West fly around him? He's he's seven four two ten. That dude's as big around as this fake tree. Yeah, and Westbrook by KO. Next. I'm sorry, guys. I haven't came up with a good. I feel like you don't have a real good understanding of fighting. Me? And who would win in what Dude, fight? I've been to like six boxing classes. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. Like every other kid. You're right. Um, You've been to a lot of fights though, man. You should know better. I do a know a decent amount. You should know better. But you know what I know more about? What? Football. Okay. Here we go. Two you for three last week. week. What's that? Did you lose this week? Oh. Dude, it was crazy. Go. You want to know how I lost this week? You want to know how I lost I'm, this week? I have a lot riding on you. So I'm four and one. Let's talk about fantasy. Better fantasy league. I did. I did take my first L this week because Russell freaking Wilson fumbled the ball for a touchdown in the last two minutes of the Jets Broncos game, and they took it back for a, a freaking sack fumble score. Wow! That's how I lost. Why they had the defense or something? He had that Jets defense. Gotcha. That's Whoa, crazy. so Jets it beat took the it, Seahawks. It took it, no, the Broncos. Russell oh. Wilson's on the Broncos now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> when, did it, when did this guy leave the Seahawks? Two bro? years ago. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Anyways, so it took an absolute miracle. Well, I, I really want to check Gary Vee's Instagram because he's been depressing me every time there's there's a freaking Jets game. Yeah, the Jets won. That's dope. But it was, I literally, I think I scored the third most points um, in the in, of the week, and the guy that beat me scored the most on that it was just wow it was unbelievable he had jamar chase too who scored 52 points so it took it again hats off to him it was a great regular season win that's going to mean nothing when it's all said and done <laughs> but it took great an job. absolute freaking absolute freaking miracle for for that to happen so it's all good we're on to next week can we talk about the trade you made though it's a great trade you're crazy dude it worked out this week it's gonna work out next week Puka's everybody's mm-hmm. doubting puka it's not that I'm doubting Puka. It's that he scored 21 points. He scored more than Cup. Did he really? Yes. I think you're valuing him really high, man. Derek Bro, Henry. he's going to have... Listen, you don't know shit about football, Ron. <laughs> That's crazy. Most people don't. It's about boxing. Yeah, exactly. Nah, but uh, he's going to get 10-plus targets every game. And Cooper Cup is going to be in double coverage most part, for the most part. Matthew Stafford has had multiple seasons where he's put up two French or two top 10 fantasy receivers. It's a fair point. Puka will end up top 10 in the fan in fantasy receiving this, this is, year. Guaranteed. This, this is the only thing that I'm saying. Derek Henry. We'll see. I think you could have got more value out of that. Jalen Warren sucks. The Steelers. Suck. I didn't get Jalen Warren. Actually. I got Zach Moss. They switched it up on me at the end and I wasn't paying attention. I would have rather Zach Moss. That Zach makes Moss. a trade way better. Yeah. So I got Zach Moss and, and I didn't play him this week. If I would have played him this week, I would have won. But I had yeah. Pollard and uh, so my running backs were Pollard and James Cook. And my receivers were DJ Moore, um, Marquise Brown, and Puka. And Puka, uh, Puka. and they, I mean, everybody, James Cook and Pollard didn't do well. But I'm not going to play Zach Moss over them. That's so fair. I did everything I could do. But that's fair. Everything you could do, man. Yeah, it is what it is. I have a s- absolutely stacked team. My team is easily the best team. In the fantasy league, maybe in the history oh, of oh. fantasy league, it's or? really good, dude. In a twelve-man league, that's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, for twelve people, it's a lot. I have some chickpea pasta to go eat. So, all right, here we go. Last week, I went two for three. He's <laughs> <laughs> ready to go. Uh. Oh. 
Turn, Ronan. Back towards me, other way. It's <laughs> on picks because Jeff, Justin Jefferson had the blowout his hamstring, which sucks. So I'm I'm not really counting that. I'm you counting got the paintball gun. It counted. I all right, <laughs> but I'm not counting it. Wait, and play. it didn't hurt that bad. We're going in the face next time, dude. I'm not kidding. Right in the right in the forehead. Did I show you the text from my mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Better's number three picks guy. This week, I have Stefan Diggs. Why are you better's number three picks guy? Who's number one? Well, I consider Derek Me? number one. What? That's psychotic. Derek's our number one boxer, okay. number one fighter. <laughs> He's uh, not our number one picks guy. The number one picks guy is definitely Mike. Mike's then. good. Mike's obviously number one. If it helps you, I'll give I'll give you number two. I, you have not. I literally don't care. You haven't hit a lineup this week. Frick. This yep. Well, so, I'm gonna have to put some more effort in. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so here we go. All no right. Eagles players this week, by the way. Go ahead. Stephon Diggs over in receiving yards. It's good. Kyron Williams to score a touchdown, and Raheem Mostert over in fantasy points. I don't like it. You're you're missing Raheem Mostert, bro. He's hurt. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Devon. Was... No. Devon Aches hurt. Eight. They're both hurt. No, he's not. Go look. No, he's fine. Pick's already in. Pick's in. You're getting shot, bro. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one more thing. I got to eat. I know. This is big, though. This is big. I'm going on a podcast. Another one. What? It's a big one. It's pretty much the second most important podcast in my life. What podcast? <laughs> JRE, baby. Really? Yeah, he DM'd me. No way, yeah, man! I'm headed uh, <laughs> headed down to Texas in December. That's dope, yeah, bro. bro. Crazy. That's huge. He just literally woke up randomly, DM from Joe Rogan. Hey, let's head down Dang. for the podcast. So he set it up and uh, getting the flights booked and all that. But that's yeah, sweet, pretty cool. Bro. That's yeah. another level. That's crazy. Dude. Yeah, it'll be crazy to go from having been on the the best podcast weekly yeah to the second best podcast in the world it'll still be cool though <laughs> <still> be cool. <laughs> yeah that's sick bro yeah i'm excited but, uh so you woke up to it you said i just woke up and he was like, like hey he, he said uh um hey you want to like you want to come on the show or whatever i'm like yeah sure it. dang <laughs> yeah so i thought that was cool news i was waiting to share Dude, on that's here. crazy that's sweet, yeah. bro yeah i'm excited about it that's gonna be big Definitely. december so yep before the baby. Before the baby. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Going JRE. Have a kid. <laughs> Huge news. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. so we got we got a big month ahead. Yeah. Got a bigger month in November. Got a big couple months. Big ist month in December. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, That's freaking stuff. sweet. Yep. All right, boys. All right. See y'all next week.